coming up this season on The Bachelorette. After the show, it's the after party there. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tony from the Red Beard Podcast, and you are joining us for the Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony. We're going to be talking about the last two episodes because you know what's going on with us. So uh, just catching up here. Becca. Yeah, uh, we are parents of an eight-week-old, and let's just say... Eight-week-olds, well, they're unpredictable, aren't they? We love her so much, but she keeps us on our toes. And she's got really cute toes, by the way. Oh, my God. That was creepy. Anyway, um, crazy ending toward the end of the season. Crazy last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. What I'm not crazy about, speaking of crazy, was how it has, how it did turn into the Luke P. show a little bit. I think that... They spent way too much time focused on Luke. I get why. He's controversial. Obviously, every season has some sort of controversial mm-hmm. person. Uh, he is obviously the whipping boy on the mentel all, but he does it to himself. Um, but we can back that up. So when they were in Greece and it was the rose ceremony and... Um, We're going to back it up a little further, but basically he just kind of shows up after Hannah says, goodbye, Luke. That's enough. What the freak, as she likes to say. Um, And he just, he pops up and it was so cringy, so awkward, but he is so cringy and he's so awkward. Well, yeah. I mean, like he's super, it's, he's super immature. Um, I think I've said before that Luke P is just kind of dumb. Um, he contradicts himself. I feel like he has a very, and I mean this in the, in the best way, but it's going to sound so crappy. He has a very limited vocabulary. He's got a limited everything, but I just feel like he can't articulate what he wants to say. He's like, there was a lot of like dramatic pauses like like, at the mental all. Yeah. At the mental all where he was just like, Hey, Chris, can I have a second? Yeah. Cause he needed to like really think about what he was going to say. A joke. But like that whole interview was a joke. Chris Harrison, the questions he asked, do you remember when we were in like elementary school? I don't know if you did mm-hmm. this because I know you went to a Catholic school. Not that that has anything to do with anything. But totally did, went to a Catholic school. What are you trying to say? Did you have to wear navy? No, did you? I did. I hate navy, but it, I, apparently I look good in it, so whatever. Did you have to take something called the salt survey? Um, I don't really know, but I think that's something that it's... A, Something it was called something differently I when I was in school. Bring it up to say this: the salt survey was one of those things where it was a standardized test, but they asked the same question in different ways. Yeah, and that is how that interview felt with Luke on the Mentel All with Chris Harrison. Like, how many different ways are you going to ask a question? I don't know. There's something a little contrived about the Luke situation to me. I'm not, and I know that Chris Harrison went on a podcast recently and said, none of this is made up. Like, and he has to, I mean, what else is he going to say? He has to say that every season, right? But I always feel like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette likes to sort of mimic what's happening in society, um, like what's going on in society. Mm Mm-hmm. And obviously toxic masculinity is a big thing right now, right? A lot of people talk about this. A lot of people talk about mansplaining. Um, And Luke P is sort of that toxic masculine. I think that's more of a coincidence though. I don't don't know. know. They push it. They push, push, push agenda sometimes. And this is a big time agenda pusher. Do I think he maybe really is that way? Sure, of course. Yeah, but look at last season with Kaylin. I mean, it came up then about what happened to her. I mean, yeah, like that's also, also bringing look, up kind of like a Me Too possible thing. Yeah, and thing. that is a big agenda. That was a, it still is, but it was huge then. So I just feel like that's why I tweeted that WWE writers and Bachelor producers, they are like the same people because 
if you i'm somebody who watched wwf wwe for a long time and whatever was going on like in the country say there was always a character that kind of um shadowed that like mm-hmm. i remember when stone cold came out and he represented that middle america like a all-american guy and that's why he was so popular and that's just an example to throw out there but that's why it just a lot of this stuff feels a little it felt a little forced to me i i mean i just i guess you could see that you can look at it that way but i just feel like it's pretty it's pretty predictable every season. There's going to be one villain and they hone in on that one villain. And because what would the men tell all or the women tell all be without a villain? Yeah, but that's actually what, what's good TV and people want to see that. But I mean, I just think it was fun to see Luke P finally, to finally see Hannah, see Luke P's true colors for you what know? he is. You know, there was that conversation where he's like, oh, well, let's talk about sex. And then all of a sudden it got like really weird. And he, and he, he always says this, he goes, you know, I just don't, I, I don't want to be misunderstood. It's like, well, dude, you need to say what you mean then because yeah. I feel like anytime he says something that doesn't go over well, he backpedals and says, I don't want to be misunderstood. That's not what I meant. Right. It's like, well, dude, you can't keep saying that because you, you say that so many times it loses its validity. It's it, it, it loses it. You're, you lose your credibility altogether. So I feel like he does that a lot. He just constantly contradicts himself. Um, and she finally saw that. And I, and I don't know if it... I don't know if she was maybe her, her senses were a little bit more heightened because, you know, the previous week she had had that date with Jed where he wanted more clarity on like why she, Luke P was still there. Mm. Um, so maybe she was a little bit more aware of it and looking mm. for things. Um, but I think the most awkward thing ever was the rose ceremony where he just showed up. Yeah. And the other guys had no idea that he had already been sent home. Right. You know, and... um they got in his face and, and here's what I really do like about this season. I think Hannah is probably one of the most real bachelorettes we've seen in a long time. Like you actually, she doesn't really take any shit from anybody. You know, she's like, no, like I'm not going to give you a chance to explain, like get out. Like, yeah. It go. Was, you could tell how uncomfortable she was. Yeah. Too. And she was really just like upset with him and what, and basically she picked up the rose stand and kind of like moved it that in was front great. of it. That was I a mean, gift. Those were all, um, those are all really great moments that I think show, you know, like, um, just kind of like that, that strong female character. Yeah, she's you know? very, well, yeah, no, she's a very likable person. That's for sure. Yeah. And, uh, it's not something we've seen from a bachelorette in a long time. I yeah, feel, but, I guess you're right. I don't know. I, I, you know, it's hard to remember some of the other bachelorettes. It's hard to remember how Rachel could have reacted or it's hard to picture how they would have reacted. I mean, Rachel wouldn't take any shit either, but, uh, or Becca or some of the others. But speaking of, um, not to jump around a little bit, I mean, Mike is obviously going to be the next bachelor. It has to be Mike. I'd be very surprised Uh, if it wasn't like, like his, like, who's it going to be? John Paul Jones. I mean, (laughs) I don't get, I don't get that. You don't get him? I don't get why people love him so much. He didn't put, he didn't give me a lasting impression at all. Like at all this season. See, I think people liked him because he was just like such a, he was just such an odd guy. He was just kind of like, he's like, he represents like the legit bro, like surfer community. (laughs) Like, you know, and they were just kind of like where they, they held that sign up and said like Shaka bro. Yeah. (laughs) Because I mean, it's like, that's basically what he is. And I, I think he's, I, I don't think we really got to see 
who he was because I think you got to see actually why he probably is more likable when when he was at the Mentel Hall and they brought him up on stage and people love him. Yeah, and then he had the uh, chicken nuggets, the, the chicken nuggets thing, and then there's also just him being like, he's like, Hannah, don't tell me what to do. You know, like I just feel like he's he's funny in that way. Yeah. But we're gonna see more of him in uh, Bachelor that, in Paradise yeah. where they that, showed a clip of that and he's like crying and stuff. I'm like, was damn. He crying? He was crying. Blake was crying. Oh, Everyone's Balake. crying. And then I you got Demi who hooks up with a girl. Wait for Bachelor in Paradise. That preview looks so good. Do you plan on doing a podcast for that? Should we be talking know, about that? It depends on where we are <laughs> with our daughter. It really does. We'll have to see. I, after seeing that preview, man, I feel like there's going to be a lot of stuff I want to talk so about. So good. I mean, like, there's a lot of slutting it up in Bachelor in Paradise. And it's just like, you know what it that's is? That's what it is, though, man. But it's also extending your 15 it's minutes. It's, yeah, that's it is. what you do. That's yeah. that's how you get your Instagram money. That's how you stay relevant. Speaking of, you're um, the sun. How about when that guy Devin, like who, like is that was that who came yeah, out Devin, during yeah. Luke's thing? It's like I love when Chris Harrison is like, oh Devin, everybody, because honestly, everybody at home was like, who the f is this? So I, I remembered who he was. I, I didn't barely, remember, but remember I didn't remember him. his name though. Yeah, and that's the other thing about the mental cool blazer man, with yeah. the red blazer, so phony, red velvet and blazer corny. with white roses on but, it. But like, it's always like that back row who like always try to like get their last word and just so they could be like, ah, I need a couple more minutes on TV, get yeah. me something. Uh, but the mental all was okay. Again, it was a lot too of Luke. much Luke. Yeah. And then he like just randomly walks out, and he actually had a wedding to go to. Oh, is that why I left? Yeah, imagine like going to a wedding after that. See, yeah, I know. Here's the thing, though. I don't think. I feel like he has a very big problem too with body language. Like they're like he's sitting on stage, and for somebody that he has a problem with the English language. Well, look. So this is what I'm trying to say, though. Like, if you're supposed to be in. If you want to come off as uh, apologetic mm-hmm. and maybe uh, have people believe that you think the stuff that you pulled on the show, the actions that you pulled were wrong, or you want to be, as he said, forgiven, uh-huh. then you probably shouldn't be sitting back on a couch laying back with your arm up on the yeah. couch. Because that's like opening yourself up to being like, giving, come at me. Yeah, I you know. know what I mean? Like, I'm confident. I'm a strong dude. Like, I can say what I want. But I feel like if you're apologetic, you know, maybe you should be sitting you know, one section of the couch, you kind of have maybe your, your hands together. You're trying to be very um, polite. Uh, there's another word I'm looking for and it's escaping me. Just maybe composed. Yeah. I feel like would actually be a little bit more of what I'd want to see from somebody that actually felt that way. And he also um, completely contradicted himself again where he was like, Chris Harris is like, would you change anything? No. And then he's like, I wouldn't change anything. And then he's like, oh, well, I feel like, you know, I shouldn't have done some of the stuff I did I did on the show. I hope you guys didn't forgive me. And yeah. they were like, why should we forgive you? You just said that you wouldn't change anything. So he completely contradicts himself. You know, and also you said this to me. You pointed out the people in the audience. Oh, that one girl behind. Yeah. Well, how so annoying. coached, how well coached is that live audience? Like, you know that the producers came out before they, okay, so you got to really look shocked to look this, look that. I mean, we were on a TV show called Beat Shazam. We know how, how it works behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, yeah. You have to act a little bit. So a lot of those people, people were really putting on the Ritz. Um, one thing I didn't love was like the live studio audience reaction. Like when they did go to Greece, the episode in Greece, I didn't need the picture in picture of the people reacting to what was going on. I like my own reaction. I, I do don't. Um, so they would go back to the women tell all, I mean the men tell all. Yeah. 
and you would see the people in the audience reacting to what was happening with Luke and Hannah and the guys and the the rose ceremony. Way too distracting. Anyway, so now we are left with Peter, uh, Tyler, Tyler. and how can I forget Tyler and Jed? See, I say I want Mike to be the Bachelor, but I would love if Tyler was the Bachelor if he's not chose. Uh, He's so great. Yeah. I mean... I, I honestly feel like... We're going to find out down the line if she goes with the wrong guy that she's probably kicking herself for it now. Um, we could have an Ari situation with Ari, Rebecca, or Ari, Becca, and Lauren. I mean, it's possible. I mean, Chris Harris keeps saying, oh, in the most shocking finale. Yeah. And like everybody laughed. And he's like, honestly, he's like, but it is. So who knows? I mean, he probably has to say that. But I mean, it's. Uh, I look forward to it, though. Yeah. I'm really interested to see how this is actually going to end up just because of some stuff that's kind of come out after all of this and we wonder exactly how things look then and and as compared to what they look like now and and um you know when they come out together and kind of talk for the first time because isn't it live after the final rose yeah it's supposed to be live are you ready to see nail lane oh god i hate that guy you know i'm ready to see hannah's parents hannah's parents are so cute like i i started following hannah's mom randomly and she has like six pictures up on instagram and it's like all of hannah (laughs) and i love that her dad is a hairdresser and he has long hair yeah Yeah, yeah. he reminds me of like a southern paul mitchell like it's so they're so cute so i'm actually looking forward to her interaction with her parents um on next week's episode i'd like to hear what they thought about seeing her get it on with all these guys and in the whim mail yeah seriously Sex in a windmill. Tw- Everybody knows that Peter banged her twice, too, which I, I think know. is funny. It was Peter, right? Yeah, he was yeah. the guy in the windmill, yeah. What what inanimate object got more play? The windmill or Colton's fence? Uh, I, I mean, think, what was the bigger star of the season? Uh, I think it was Colton's fence. I mean, they they played that clip to the, death. The fence was the whole season. Yeah. That, that was, was the most exciting thing that happened yeah, the entire really season. Yeah. And then I think, uh, didn't somebody at the beginning of this season jump a fence to try to like yeah, make a joke so out of it? Yeah, so corny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we know who the next Bachelor is soon. Unless they do two. I mean, I, again, I still don't know why they only did two with the girls years ago with Caitlyn. That's how we got Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. And um, her name was Brie or Bryn, I can't remember. Brit, maybe. So actually, wait a minute. So this is so it. So this episode, are they going to be? Are the guys going to meet her parents? Yeah. So she's no longer has to choose between two. It's three now. Yeah. Well, because we they didn't finish never... the the Mykonos or or Greece. Like they didn't finish the whole Greece episode. They went right from the beginning of Greece to so this is going to be quick this is going to be like a three hour thing probably right good question and it's something i probably should have looked up before we went on the air but you know what we that's a lot of stuff to actually cover i mean when you think about it no i'm i'm thinking well actually because they have like them come out after and talk and answer all those questions it's probably two nights next week then because then actually yeah no it is it is he said monday and tuesday yeah no i remember him saying that it's two nights a two-night finale? Yep, two-night finale. Yep, it's Monday and Tuesday. So that's what's going to happen. I cannot wait. Yep. So, all right. I mean, that kind of wraps it up. Again, I love when, um, you know, obviously we're from Rhode Island, and Rhode Island had a big role to play this season. Yeah, he said so it he went goes, sour in Rhode Island. Yeah, the turning point was Rhode Island. And that's when I, like, perked up. I'm like, okay, I'm back in this. Yeah. I mean, what, do you, what, are, some, what are some highlights from this season other than... 
everything that's kind of happened. Like, I think it's funny how horny Peter was this entire time. Like, I've never uh, seen a hornier contestant, I think, in yeah. Bachelor and Bachelorette history. That is somebody who was pent up. Uh, but from pent up to pensive, don't you think it's so <laughs> corny when you see Hannah do like the pensive look when she's walking out on the balcony of her room. Well, yeah, because they're all coached like, okay, so we need you, you to look out, like you're thinking about something. Look to the left, soft smile. They have the guys do that too. And it's just it's the so bad. Funniest, silliest, corniest thing. Um, yeah, because, because there just happens to be a camera there where she's by herself. I think it's like, like I love when contestants or whatever you want to call them take on a whole movement of their own. People are obsessed with Tyler. If you go on Twitter, it is like Tylerville. Somebody tweeted that their favorite part of the Mentel All episode was when Tyler licked his lips when like Hannah told Luke to go away. It, it's just people love Tyler so much and he actually seems like a decent guy. If you follow him on Instagram, he does a lot of community charity, like charitable stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he seems like a legitimate dude. I would hate to see some sort of skeleton come out of that closet because people love him. But again, you know, maybe he's for a bachelor down the line or whatever, because I think it's time for Mike. I think it'd be great to see Mike as yeah. the next bachelor. I think it, it'll be good for the franchise and i mean he got such a i wish we spent more time with him on the they didn't spend a lot of time with him on the mental wall no no i so here you know what i did miss about this season i feel like i should i feel like they should have done more of um is in colton season they did a lot of like you know pretty much like hold the camera and do like a journal moment like like I actually, even though you thought that was corny, it was. but I also feel like you get to see more of the real person than kind of like the pensive on the balcony look. Like, yeah, I really want to know what they're thinking off the cuff and then use that in the episode. I mean, how about in the preview for next week? Hannah falls down. Yeah, I guess like she, she she's like stop the car and, and then like yeah, she just and gets she out just, and like, falls. Eats it. Like what? Yeah, I guess she tripped or something and they come over. But I think that was them coming over and being like, oh my God, like we have to keep this. It looks so dramatic because she, she slipped a little bit. She fell down. I love yeah. it. Uh, overall, I'm looking forward to next week. Um, but it looks like she get, she can't do the wedding. Like she's on the way to the final wedding ceremony and she's like, you need to stop the car. Pull the rose over. ceremony. Yeah. the I mean, like that's interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. like I wonder why that actually happens. Yeah, I don't know. I because she it's one of those things where I, I go back to the fact that she is still so young and it's so hard to um, decide what the rest of your life would look like in six weeks. So who do you think? Do you think they're going to narrow it down to actually two guys? Yeah, it's going to be Tyler and Jed. Peter's going to go home. You think Peter's going to go home? Uh, yeah. Even though she banged him twice? Who cares? Slam bam. Thank you, Peter. And uh I think it's going to be a really hard decision, but she's ultimately going to pick Jed, then find out Jed's a scumbag, then break up with Jed, and it's going to be a really <laughs> interesting after the final rose. And I'm uh, excited about it. Well, we'll see what happens, man. I, I Yeah, the final rose, that's that the, the actual where they come out at the end mm-hmm. together. I can't wait to see that. So. And I'm excited about Bachelor in Paradise. Um, it's so, you know what I think is sad? I think it's, I mean, maybe not sad on their part when contestants who have already been on Bachelor in Paradise and like hooked up and mm-hmm. like got engaged, come back. Like Derek. Remember yeah, yeah, Derek yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, T- 
Taylor, they got engaged. Yeah, yeah. And now he's back. Split, he's back. Yeah, but that's pe- so. But people are like, okay, he's back. I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of. It's just Bachelor in Paradise has now turned into just a lot of sex. Yeah, that's basically what it that's, is. Well, that's what they're they, they, everybody, man. Herpes it, is spreading crabs. Yeah, the crabs, literally. Yep. But it's a such a departure from that whole situation with Corinne and Demario. Remember that a couple summers ago and mm-hmm. um, how controversial that was. But they don't really care about that anymore. They in, they put in some liquor law about you can only have one drink per hour. They threw that right out the window. I'm sure. Yeah. Wells is back as the bartender. Thank, Wells, yeah, well, he should be so. now engaged to Sarah Highland from Modern Family. It's he popped the question. Okay. Um, also, uh. From Wells to Wills, mm-hmm. he's back. I wonder whatever happened to the girl that was in. Uh, she was bless you. She was actually bless you. She was into Wells, and they she ended up like going to do like Peace Corps stuff. Like oh. remember her? It'd be cool to see her come back. She's blonde. I forget her name. Was but Danielle? She, might no, have been. I don't remember. She was really cute though, and she just oh, like well, yeah, who's into Wells? Yeah, yeah Wells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Um, but I yeah, look forward to all the episodes coming up. And uh, yeah, you'll get to see what we think on next week's episodes Hopefully. and finale. So um, with that being said, if you did not receive a rose, take a moment, say your goodbyes. Bye. Bye. The Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony will be released every Tuesday night, and you can find us on Anchor, iTunes, and any of your podcast listening platforms.